December 14th and welcome to episode 5 of That's Not a Bag of Trash. Uh, This week Chrissy is going to be sharing her story and we're staying on the theme of school shootings and this is, I'm not going to lie, this is a rough one. I know I said that last week but this is way, way worse and I think it's even harder because Chrissy and I are both moms with kids around the age of these little kids. So this week we are covering the Sandy Hook shooting. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's going to be rough. So yeah, I don't think again, another week where we probably don't have a lot of stuff to joke about. It's, it dives a a lot into mental health issues. Um, and it's just, this is also a case that's very close to home for us. So we live in Massachusetts and this happened just over the border in Connecticut. So yeah, let's, uh, listen to Chrissy tell me the story of Sandy Hook. Hello. Hello. Happy Monday. Oh, it's a Monday, all right. It is. How is, how is yours going so far? Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same here. Charlotte had her first filling, but she did great. Oh, good. That's yeah, good. Th- I think I was worse. I mean, I barely slept last night. Uh, worrying because she had the gas. So I was yeah. a little nervous. And they take her in without me, which is probably better for everybody. That would be tough. I don't think I'd like that. Yeah, no. She, you could tell she didn't, but she, she cowgirled up and did it. Good (laughs) job. That's good. Yeah, and then you know, my bank account felt it afterwards. We had to go to get a prize at Walmart. Oh God, yeah. I know. I ended up, so we had to do, Penelope had her COVID test yesterday, so I had to bring, I grabbed something from the Christmas pile and just was <laughs> like, I'm going to just take this and she'll get it early, so. Big, I should have thought of that. Yeah. A, that would have been a better idea. Well, I can't really get that mad at her, so what child goes to get a prize for themselves and ends up buying one for their sister, too? Oh, she's sweet. She got one for Jilly, but she didn't get one for Maddie. So I don't really know how sweet she is, but you know, <laughs> she's a little sweet. You <laughs> partially. <laughs> All right, so we can, uh, I guess, dive in. This week is hard. Today is actually the anniversary too. That is, is crazy. Ironic. Um, yeah, now that you say that, it. Yep, I just Eight looked at the ago. date on my my sheet. Uh, it didn't even dawn on me. Yep. Um, so I am doing the Sandy Hook, um, which, as Nancy just pointed out, was, God, how many years ago now? Eight years ago today. That's crazy. I know. Um, my The sources I used for this was CNN News, ABC News, Wikipedia, and then um, it was called Murders.com, I believe it was. I didn't write the whole thing down um it was kind of cut off um but it's kind of a mix of all different um sources that i got my information from um so i'm just gonna like you said jump right in here because this was a tough one so the shooter's name is adam lenza lanza um i'm horrible at last names so he shot and killed his mother as well as 20 first grade students and five adults at Sandy Hook School. Um, It all started off obviously on the morning of December 15th, 2012. Um, 
where he first shot his mother at home in their new Newtown, Connecticut house, which is pretty, you know, decent uh, town neighborhood. Um, it's not low class or anything. It's middle, middle upper class. Um, he then proceeded to take three guns from his house and headed to the nearby elementary school, which was Sandy Hook, um, where he shot and killed, um, like I said, the, the students and five adults. Um, it was about 9.30 in the morning where he, when he had got there. And ironically, the principal had recently installed a new security system, um, which required visitors to ring the doorbell before they entered. Um, but unfortunately, at this time, it, it didn't stop him. He just shot right through it. Uh, but I, I thought that was weird because around 2012, there still weren't, it still wasn't. Um, yeah, I was just many, thinking that too. Many schools that had security systems, especially elementary schools. Um, yeah, that is so interesting. That, yeah, I thought so too. Um, so that was obviously at the front door. Ring the principal the vice principal and the school psychologist heard it. So they went running to the front door to see what was going on. Unfortunately, only one of them survived the vice principal mm -hmm. who would then make it back in. And I believe it's not stated, but it sounds like she may have been the one that called 911 um, because around that exact time was when the first call came in. Um, so after he had shot those three teach uh, principal and the school psychiatrist, he moved on um, like many elementary schools, the first, um, actually, as I say that out loud, I think of Madison's is completely opposite. A lot of elementary schools have the kindergarten first grades close to the front door. Um, and then they go off based on, you know, second, yep. uh, first, second, third grade that through the school, probably make it easier for the kids to get to the main office. Madison's is the opposite. Hers are in the back of the school. Now that I'm like actually going to say this, uh, because at their, this school, Sandy Hook, the first grades and kindergarten class were right at the front of the school. Um, so unfortunately that's the classrooms he hit first. Um, it, I don't want to even say luckily because it's none of this is luckily, but he did not get into any kindergarten classes. It was first grade classes. So the first class he hit was being taught by unfortunately a substitute teacher who was filling in for a teacher that was on maternity leave. Oh my God. Um, Can you even imagine? I can't. Because the whole what if stat coming into play then. Um, so unfortunately, he shot her as well as fourteen the 14 students that were in that class. It was a smaller class. Um, then the next room was another first grade. Um, and it was being taught by Victoria Soto. Uh, she was only 27. She heard the shots and started to move the kids away from the door. But unfortunately, it was not in time. Um, Adam got in. He first shot her and then six students. Uh, unfortunately, that was reiterated to the police um, by the remaining students that were in the, the room, which is like heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. A total of 20 students did survive um, in that classroom. So it. it so did no one survive from the first class? No one survived in the first class. Oh, my gosh. And then, well, there's mixed and mixed, mixed stories. I read two places that no one survived that everyone in the first class was shot. And then one of the ones I read, it was a total um, of 20 first graders survived both classrooms. So I'm not really hundred percent sure, but the majority was saying that the first classroom was completely um, shot out. Oh, and mind you, all the other classrooms, the teachers are in hiding. Um, there's, there were, 
two different uh, instances of students in the hallway when this was going on that teachers grabbed individual students um, and pulled them into the classrooms. Luckily, um, they never saw the, the, the shooter or any of it. They just heard the noises, but I can't even imagine myself being in the hallway when this is going no. on. Never mind a poor little baby. I know. Um, so like I said earlier, the police were dispatched, received um, the 911 call almost immediately. It was approximately 930 when the call came in. And that was about the same time that um, Adam had shot the, the um, security system at the door, uh, front door. So that's why it led me to believe. And there was another article I read that led that the school psychiatrist may have been the one that was able to make the call. If not, it was someone in the close vicinity because it does state that the person said they were in Sandy Hook school hiding um, because they heard gunshots. And it only took two minutes and 41 seconds for the police to get there, which is great. Yeah. Um, the police report did state, though, that no officers ever discharged any weapons um, because the gunman heard the police approaching and then shot himself. Hmm. So it was a very quick incident. Um, it was, you know, it didn't take too long at all for it all to go down. Unfortunately, just long enough for 26 people to, to die. Um, and, uh, it, was, it, it was hard to read with the, with the kids. I kind of try to keep blocking that piece out of it. Um, so let's move on to who Adam is. I mean, what, what brought him to do this? Um, so Adam was born originally in Exeter, New Hampshire. Oh, um, April. Yeah, me neither. April 22nd, uh, nine, uh, 1992. His mother, Nancy, was a former stockbroker and a longtime gun enthusiast, which everyone knows. His mom, you know, often brought both boys. He has a brother as well, Ryan, an older brother by six years. Um, but she often brought both boys to the shooting range. Um, so it wasn't anything abnormal for them to be near guns. Yep. Um, and I don't think she ever thought this would happen with it, with her uh, hobby. <laughs> um, there wasn't much mentioned about the father, except that in, what was the age? I want to say it was about nine years old. Um, the parents filed for divorce, separated and started the divorce process. Um, his father did stay within his, in his life throughout the time when they did separate. That was, um, that was stated up until about a month or so before, I think it said before this happened, he just cut all ties with his father. Hmm. Um, no, no known reason. Um, so let me back up again. Um, so he had suffered extreme anxiety throughout his whole life. Um, it was something that was noticed early on. Um, but at the time it was thought um, to be a, result of his speech issues. Uh, he had some speech difficulty um, and some socialization delays, um, as well as some, he also displayed some repetitive um, behaviors. So when he was in fourth grade, they had him um, looked at by the schools um, and they started an IEP for him and which he was put into um, and then upon reaching his goals in the IEP, they, they kind of discharged him from that program. Um, but he did continue at that point to show, um, you want to call them like red flags. Right around that time, though, I will say some people did describe him as seemingly happy. Um, 
he participated in the community and school activities. But again, there were still some red flags that showed up. Um, he had started excessive hand washing. He avoided contact with people. He did not want to be touched by anybody. Um, and he started to become increasingly fearful of things. I uh, didn't say exactly what, it just said he, his um, fear increased. Throughout the next couple of years, things started to really escalate. And I wouldn't say those other things were red flags. I think they were warnings. I think the red flag started from eighth grade on where he became preoccupied with violence. Um, seventh grade, he was transferred to a Catholic school after many attempts inside of his um, his original school, Sandy Hook, actually. His elementary school was Sandy Hook. And then he proceeded to um, the middle school, but they didn't last long. And they went to this Catholic high school. Uh, excuse me, not high school, um, middle school. The teachers there reported that he was very different than other students, extremely antisocial. Um, and he would write papers on war and battle, obsessing over the destruction and the violence in them to the point that they were too graphic to share in school. Um, in 2006, his parents at the time separated, but working together to help him, um, brought him to Yale Children's study center where he was evaluated and determined that he had OCD, anxiety, Ashberg, and Ashberger syndrome. It was noted in his files that his parents had a difficult time accepting this diagnosis, as well as his mother, Nancy, rejected the recommendations for her son to be put on medication um, and undergo treatment for the child's anxiety and other conditions. Um, and she basically did not want to confront his problem. She just kind of wanted to push it aside. So she pretty much contributed to his issues at that point. Um, but I can understand him being difficult for a mother to accept that. Yeah. Um, his anxiety only grew worse until he could not go to school anymore. And he would do school at home, except for he would go in for certain classes at certain points of the day. And it was usually later in the afternoon where he didn't have to deal with people. That eventually became to no school and he eventually just went and got his GED. But he was very smart because he then went on to do some college classes um, at the age of 16. So then it's not really much at that point um, until fast forward to when everything happened. Um, he just became more and more isolated. Um, his mother did show some, express some concerns with him a few months before the shooting because he had completely started to become shut in. Um, he hadn't gone anywhere for three months. He, let's see, he, um, there was also a possible falling out with his mother um, that was mentioned by one of his online um, friends. He would regularly play video games with, um, but then, oh, excuse me, there was a falling out, excuse, excuse me, back up, there was a falling out with his friend that he regularly played video games with, but there was also mentioned that there was some tension between him, him and his mother from that friend um, prior to their falling out. There was also some mention um, that he may have even been a pedophile. Um, another online acquaintance who had talked to him for just a few months um, had mentioned reference uh, a few times that he had referenced that himself. So ultimately they never determined a um, reason for it, or determined a reason why Adam went to Sandy Hook um, and shot it up you know, or why he killed his mother. 
all they can think of is that a combination of all of his issues just kind of built up in him. Um, and he just couldn't take it anymore, along with his, his obsession for violence. Again, one of those sad cases that there's no known reason or, you know, cause to, to, um, to, bring, to bring him to do this. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say it's understandable when there's a reason behind it, bullying or something like that. But this was more all individual issues. Yeah. I didn't realize he didn't have, for some reason, I thought the mom was connected to the school somehow. And that's why he went there. I didn't understand why he, it was said that he had attended there himself. And um, that's kind of where everything started. Okay. Anxiety wise. Okay. Yeah. Um, But I also heard that she worked there. That's what I had thought too. I actually thought but she was a teacher originally, I never, but I didn't realize she wasn't. Yeah, I never, uh, the only time I heard that was when it first happened. Yeah. Um, but everything I was looking at and read, nothing said it again, which I thought was weird because that's exactly, I remember that being said. I think it may have been an error because there were a few um, other mentions of like, you know, it was mistakenly reported at the time, the time when the the cops got there or something like that. Um, but that was never brought up in anything I saw. Okay. Oh, Sorry. Penelope just Penelope. came in. <laughs> um, so another thing, I don't know if you came across this because now I can't find it. Okay. One second, Bubby. All right, hold on. I have to go look at something. Um, I can talk and walk. So um, I found that he was so he was severely anorexic and They're, yes, obsessed with so, like fat people. Yes, that was one other thing that I did forget. Now let me just um, mention that last night we were, or yesterday we were going to do this, and I went and looked at my notes, and my second half of notes were all gone, which my second half was who was Adam. Um, so I just kind of rushed to get this together. So yes, I did miss that. They did just talk about that. Um, that he, he had a massive problem, um, with heavy people and said that fat was only a disgust and it wasn't, it it was gross. And he would eat, it went on and the less, the more it went on, the less he ate. Yeah. Um, so there was that, which was very odd. And that was part of one of the things that they thought that it may have starved his brain causing even more, Yep. um, which it, it could be a possibility. I think it was just. I honestly think it was a mix of all of this. I think he consumed himself. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there he has. A, yeah, his diagnosis were all over the place. And it that was the first time I had heard that, like when I was reading up on this. Um, that was the first time that I had heard that he was that I didn't realize he was like 112 pounds and six feet tall. Yes. Which is yes. like, I mean, and in his picture, you're like, oh, man, he just looks like unwell you know yes yes but you never think of it at the time especially yeah um, being a boy now I have my other one here I know it's okay Uh, so I will say I have a friend who I didn't even realize that she is from uh, Newtown Connecticut and she had posted today that so she had run the Ragnar race with the mother of Jessica Rakos, and she shared uh, the Je- Jessica Rakos Foundation. Um, and so Jessica was super into horses. And what was the other? 
hold on. I'm trying to find about her, about the foundation. Um, oh, so she was super in love with horses. And then she loved studying whales since watching Free Willy with her grandmother, like, a couple years before she was killed. Um, so they, this foundation, if you donate to it, not only do they help with um, securing schools and, you know, working on security at schools, they also um, give to horse foundations and then whale, some kind of whale group, orca group, um, basically just trying to, you know, live out like the things that their daughter loved and just helping Aww. support things that she loved at, you know, at six years old. And um, so far they've donated, donated 26 um thousand dollars to newtown public schools oh wow to be put towards physical security improvements that was also another thing i read the um excuse me we're complaining over chocolates here very important things um that the school was demolished and a new one has been put up yeah um, which is uh, i'm so glad i remember following that at the time and wondering what they were going to do um and i'm so glad to hear that was it the other thing I heard was the house was too. Oh, his house? Yes. It no yeah. longer stands because no one, I don't think everyone knew about it. No one would buy it. No. Oh, God, no. No, it's just, yeah. Again, like we, this one is the one I was going to originally do. And I just, I can't even, like, Lucian is the same age as these kids, you know, or no, he was a kindergartner when this happened in 2012. And I just remember being at work in Woburn and I just, like, when I when this came across like you know the news on our phones I was like I just want to go home like right now and like hug my kids like I was just even thinking about now it's like it's so heartbreaking they're so young only a few months so it didn't really hit me yeah time um yeah yeah, although yes a hundred percent I um yeah that's all I kept thinking of yeah and, you know, I think looking at this case and looking at last week's case where we looked at Columbine, like you see that the police responded a lot quicker. I mean, I think had the shooter not killed himself, I imagine they probably would have approached the school where Columbine was so, you know, was so many years before and they just had no idea yes. what to do. And unfortunately, between Columbine and this, there were numerous school shootings and you know, people are becoming more accustomed to it, but definitely not accustomed to it at this level. Like, I think they had a couple in middle schools, but an elementary shooting, I don't even know. I think there are a couple, but this is like, I mean, this is one of the biggest school shootings ever, I think. Yes, it is, which I I thought was crazy because it's babies. It's elementary kids. Yeah. I would think like a college or the high school or Columbine, like one of those would have been more, you know, um, but you get, then again, you got to also think of how disturbed he was. And and that was the whole pedophile thing, too. They were wondering, does that play into it? Did he um, have, like, feelings against that? You know? Yeah. That was, yeah, I, that was the first time I'd heard that. That's interesting. Like, yeah, as he... Um, was, was he fighting like, that? Almost, yeah, fighting that and by getting rid... I don't know. Gone. Yeah. I don't, yeah, you Some don't know twisted. when your mind is that. Right. Yeah, when your mind's that gone and you know, and you're trying to justify that, like, he just, yeah, he was not, you know, there's a lot of things that are so sad, like, he was obviously not a well individual, so I truly believe, like, I, I talked about a little bit, I'm 100%, I'm okay with guns, like, we don't have guns personally, just because I get nervous about them, I think that people have the right to have guns, but if you have a child 
or if anyone in your family has severe, you know, your you or your spouse included, severe mental issues, you know, like, I don't think you should have guns in that type of household, because I think that you're just not in the right frame of mind to be around that kind of... Um, it, no, exactly. That, I mean... Around guns, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. No, you're... And I'm sure no one ever, like, she never thought that would happen, but even still... Yeah. With the diagnoses that he received, you would. Yeah, it's, it's really it is sad that, you know, I mean, of course, she lo- she lost her life. And it's just sad that, you know, had he maybe gotten medication and maybe he could have gone on to live a semi normal life or, you know, at least. Or these people could have gone on to live a life. Period. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think. Another thing that stood out is I know that he was like a, you know, he was a shut in for like three months straight. And like, I think about how crazy I go being home, you know, not being able to leave the house and obviously not crazy like that. But it's like the mental effects of not communicating with other people and just being like he would sit in the dark like he didn't like sunlight like that is just. Yeah, he would. I mean, his gaming people were the only people he would communicate with on days on end. And from this whole COVID thing, I think it kind of shows us how being yeah. stuck in really does affect you. I mean, luckily we have e- each other and work and other friends to talk to, but I mean, we've, d- we've had conversations many of times where we're like, oh, I can't take this anymore. Like, no, I just need adult conversation or I need to talk to someone other than like work related or what? yeah. So, yeah. But, you know, bring yourself to, uh, into a young, young adult and um, everything going on in your mind and, your feelings and all the issues that he had yeah you can totally totally understand it sorry my daughter's giving me pictures that she made me um <laughs> you can only imagine how bad it was or how much yeah. worse it got yeah it's that one is I feel like there are just very so many unanswered questions in this one I mean in most school shootings when the killers commit suicide in the end you don't really know why but I feel like sometimes you can exactly like i said the figure it out a little bit yeah the bullying bullying, like in columbine or like who knows you know like i don't know but this one's just like these are just little tiny babies like they're six years old right you know penelope's age she's five so it's like oh god you know it's just it's awful and then i mean the flip side of this is i don't know if you've ever like gone into the rabbit hole of people who don't believe this happened what there's a whole ton of people like I forget how I found it one day but it's people who believe that like Sandy Hook was made up For because of purpose? gun control oh god and um and like there's you it's just a rabbit hole and there's pictures of people who are shown at Sandy Hook who are also at like Columbine or something you know like the same person like it's like a I don't know it's just like there are just people who truly believe that this never happened which is that is insane, horrible, and and not only that, but people who harass the families of these poor babies, and like, can you imagine, like, you lost your child, and then people are like telling you that you're making it all up? That's yeah, no, it's I just I can't even. Yeah, it's awful. I never, but, you know, I've never heard of that, but I, I'm, I'm actually speechless. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. I forget. I honestly, I don't remember how it came. I don't know if someone like. I'm almost curious if someone I know, like, 
bought like on Facebook bought into this theory and I'm like what the hell and like dug into it and then you get into like this whole rabbit hole of what the hell who what is going on what is wrong with these people well I I mean I'm not, I shouldn't really be so as surprised I mean look at the whole COVID rabbit hole you can go down yeah exactly um, which yeah. you know there's some valid points but ultimately come on think about it <laughs> yeah yeah no, and then exactly that just makes no sense yeah it's I mean honestly I would take a look you'll be like what the hell is happening like obviously the internet's full of all these crazy people are so crazy and everyone puts everything out there but it's like this to me this is just one of the craziest like yeah it's just I so mean, sad if it didn't involve the the children I guess yeah it might not be as yeah exactly ludicrous, it's like but... yeah it's time you know it's I, there's like, I mean, it's people, same t- people who think 9-11 didn't really happen, you know, like stuff like that. We're like, what? I'm so, what is, you know, just, it's crazy. It's probably the exact same group of people. Yeah. Pro- oh. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure they all think it's, you know, they have their little, know. their little groups and they stick to it. Um, there was yeah. other, one other thing I did not mention. They did release later, a couple of years later, because they had an investigation that went on for for a year at least, um, and then of course they still look at things today. He had over 400 mass um, murders meticulously categorized on a spreadsheet. So he yeah. was definitely into it, um, but it doesn't, I mean, it only said where, who, and how many, and how. Yeah, which again kind of feeds into the, you know, like, in this case, we it's hard to dig into the kids because they're such little sweet angels. You don't want to talk about them, but it's like you also don't want to talk about him because that's what he wants. You know, that's what yes. these people want. They want to be known. They want to be like the title of our thing last week was infamy. Like these people want to be famous forever. And they they technically they are. And it's yes. just, you know, this obviously he had an obsession and like I'm, my guess is that he wanted to his numbers higher than the other ones. You know, that's what they're shooting <laughs> bad choice words but that's what they're aiming for is like to have you know as many as they can to have someone look at that there's their numbers yeah. and their their statistics yeah. later on exactly um, which yeah you're right they're getting exactly what they want yeah it's just awful and, it's awful and the other thing too is um we had talked about this when we talked about gun control before um because i mean i'm the same i believe everyone has their rights but he had semi-automatics too yeah um which i don't think should be in a household yeah if you own one fine but it should be kept at a gun range or something like that under some sort of lock and key and it may you know i don't even know his could have been worse in his mom's house but he could have had access to all that i think a lot of it comes down to again you know if he's having that many issues and you're worried about him maybe yeah maybe not that i'm blaming her but maybe you get the guns out of the house or i don't know well, yeah something yeah. but then I, I we will never know we i mean she did express her concern um mm-hmm. but you wonder how much of it did because she didn't accept the diagnosis so you do wonder how much of it she actually did think was a risk or or a concern you know what i mean and how deep the concern really was yeah she may have been more concerned about him and not thinking he would still ever do anything like that yeah which is completely 
relatable. I mean, you don't ever want to hear your child. Yeah. These things about your kid, like, yeah, that's not your kid. And it, you know, it's just, I think we've talked or in a and I've at least talked about like, what would you ever do if it was your kid who's doing this? You know, like you don't want to believe it just like in the Columbine case, like the mom didn't believe it until she saw the video is released by the FBI of what her kid was saying. And she's like, that's not the kid that I knew. Right. And she just felt awful. But it's like, you don't, you know, you never always know people and what they're going through. And it's just. Yeah. Ugh. No, it's, it's so much. And, you know, I, I do feel for, um, but I also, I also, I don't want to say mad, but I'm, I'm annoyed that she didn't address any of the concerns that were displayed. Yeah. Is it yeah. understandable? Yes. But then there becomes a point. This was went on for years. It wasn't like a one-time incident. There were many times yeah. that the schools expressed concern and things like that, that I, there's a point where you say, okay, maybe there is something that I need to look into. And I mean, she did, she brought him yeah. to that the Yale center for the study but then when they gave her a diagnosis she didn't accept it yeah so was she doing it more just to appease people maybe yeah um yeah and I can see you know you don't want medication oh yeah that can have a, a different effect as well but it's like you know there's other things you can do and have them talking to people and just getting help. I mean, it's, it's all, all of it's scary. You don't want anyone to have to go through that, but you know, you also don't want your kid to, to go this way, you know, like it's just, yeah. And I mean, you want your kid to have know. a normal life too. That's the other thing. Yeah. 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 It's awful. Um, this one's awful. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Who picked these? These are awful. I know we did. What a bad choice, Nancy. <laughs> or me. I, I'm the one that brought it up originally. Um, I know we can um so I know we talked about it's getting towards Christmas and we talked about like not only doing like crime cases also doing ones you know that are they could be survival stories ghost stories or anything you know like we talked about kind of doing anything that gives us anxiety so maybe our next theme should be something a little lighter (laughs) than than these past ones because these have been heavy and um Honestly, I was kind of thinking ghost stories or maybe something like on that line or like haunted places, just something that's not as, um, just not as heavy because these, yeah, I think that would be fun. I love ghost stories. I do too. And I, I, I'm going to try to find something like around us that is said to be haunted and like maybe what, like stories of what people have experienced there or something like that. Cause I, I definitely, you know that I believe in ghosts yes. and I can even tell you. So <laughs> last night, so we are upstairs and Penelope's downstairs with Emma and Paul and I just keep hearing, like, it sounds like she's running from Emma's room to the kitchen and back. And we're like, what, what is she doing? So I'm texting Emma. I'm like, what's going on down there? Nothing. And Emma takes pictures. Penelope's like laying still, not doing anything. And then I said, oh, just must be Bella. Nope. Emma sends me a picture of Bella. Bella's laying next to her. So I'm like, what is happening? And so then I go downstairs and like, I was like, are you, you know, are you kicking your feet? Are you kicking the wall? Like it literally just sounded like banging, like so loud, like literally just like across the floor. I'm like, and so, and then I'm down there. This is like, so it's like 1030 at this time. And then um, I'm like yelling, seeing Lucian was downstairs playing video games, like running up the stairs from 
you know, the basement. He's nope. He's in bed. And then I'm down there and I hear it again. And this time it sounds like it's coming from the basement. No way. Of course. <laughs> I make Paul get up and he's pissed because he's like, are you serious? Because he knows that there's nothing down there. I know there's nothing down there. Luke was just down there too. But it just, I was like, then what, what is this noise? He went downstairs. Nothing's down there. He checked like we had, he cleaned out our whole basement this weekend. And so like. I, we were just making sure the because we have do you have a garage door down there making sure that's locked and everything's locked up and he's just like I don't it was nothing it's probably just the house I'm like oh my god like I am a million times convinced my house is haunted you've had that you've had other things happen before there too have you ever looked at the um history of your house yeah so there's only one owner and she did she died here oh well come on yeah so she died in she died in the house and then the husband died at the hospital so um yeah and again I don't think I definitely don't think that it's anything bad like I'm not afraid like I I mean it it freaks me out like when it happens at night because I'm like is that (laughs) I'd rather just be like oh it's just a ghost than like is that is somebody in the basement (laughs) yeah Yeah. so but it was just like yeah so that just kind of made me think of like all right maybe next week we'll do hauntings because I'm again I'm convinced this place is haunted. Oh, yeah, definitely. I like that. So. And I actually, you made me think of um, a couple of personal, personal, like, instances myself. So. Ooh, um, good. I like it. But I'm, I'm also going to do what you, what you're doing. I'm going to look up some areas. I know there's, there's actually one in Barreca that was right around the corner from us that's said to be um, a haunted road. Ooh. Yeah. That's cool. So, Yay. But I definitely have some, some personal ones or know of personal ones. Uh, like personal people yeah I pers- uh, people I personally know yeah. that have experienced um <laughs> let's say that three times because I can't say it once um <laughs> so yeah I think that will be really fun I like that we yeah. really are be... twisted people because I just said that will be really fun um <laughs> <laughs> it will be fun though so speaking of twisted they had in the one of the older cemeteries mm-hmm. near me I forget if I told you about this but you could go and like ghost hunting in the cemetery with like a group of people and you'd learn like stories of people who were buried there like old from a long time ago like you know like from the 1700s 1600s because it's like one of the oldest cemeteries that's cool um yeah so I was like telling Paul I'm like oh I really want to go and I feel like my neighbor uh Kara was like oh yeah I'd go to that and you know Paul and Dale are like okay (laughs) what what is wrong with you yeah exactly (laughs) like it'd be fun to like scare the shit out of myself right oh yeah definitely <laughs> Probably not. what did you say that they're doing yeah, that or they have done it they were so they did it that was like I found that over the summer um so obviously we didn't do it because of co- like it was COVID and but they were still doing it like with groups with people with masks on outside so Ooh, I don't know do it next year then I know yeah, that would be. That's actually they did something similar like to that in uh, Lowell, and I did it with my stepfather. Um, same type of situation where they would tell you about, but it was more because um, it was a Lowell cemetery, so it was more they would they would talk about the prominent families um, in Lowell that were from there, and some of those gravestones, man, I got pictures somewhere. I should pull them up to show you. I mean, like ginormous, t- 10, 20 foot tall, like stone not just statues, but like one was a chair, like an easy chair. 
I mean, yeah. they were insane. And to think that these were made in the 18, 17, 1600s, it's like, really? I know. Can you even imagine what they would cost oh nowadays God. to do I that? I couldn't. Never mind what a little gravestone cost. Yeah, <laughs> and I sadly know the prices of those, and that's they're a lot of money. I know. Me um, too. Yeah, they really are. It's crazy. It's um. So yeah, I, I have heard a situation like a uh, little little um. I can't even think of the word today. Oh, it is a Monday. Little activities uh, like that within the towns. Um, and that one I I don't think was yeah. as um unfortunately spooky. It was more based on the people's lives and what they did. This might be that too. Like honestly, I don't even. They like said it as like a ghost thing, but we didn't go, so I don't know. I have a feeling it'd be similar to that, but like, and more like people have experienced this. Maybe like saw like someone walk across here or whatever. But I don't. Yeah, I think that's that's what I'm imagining. But I know we also have a couple of restaurants that are like said to be haunted. Oh really? So I'm gonna try to find oh, that's something. Cool. Yeah. 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 So I'm gonna see what I can find in the in the North Shore area. I'm sure we have. I'm sure we have a oh, ton. God, I yeah. mean, people have lived here forever, yeah. so um, there's, there's a lot. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. I think it'll be it'll be nice to do. Um, you know, talk about another thing that <laughs> gives us anxiety. I don't know if this is like helping us in any way, shape, or form. I feel like we're probably making it worse. You know, we'll we'll end up making some. Here's why we're crazy when we have to go and speak to them, and you know, <laughs> get some further. When we have to pay yeah, them. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God, oh, yeah. Well, what do you do yeah. on your, you know, downtime? Oh, well, I have a uh, podcast with my friend. <laughs> well, what do you talk about? Oh, you know, death, ghosts, you know, all the fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you realize you have anxiety, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I have no idea. Though. There's no connection, do you think? <laughs> no idea why I have anxiety. Where did this all stem from? <laughs> hey, we didn't do this years ago. And we still had it then. So to me, we're good. I feel like I did it. I just didn't find crazy people who would talk about it with me. Yeah. I mean, I probably did. I had a couple of friends who I knew were into stuff like this. But um, now everybody is. So it's like we're all crazy. Hey, <laughs> can, we're so crazy together. Can share. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that was, I mean, it wasn't, again, I always say that was a good one. And then I like catch myself. That was not a good one. That was was a rough rough one. And I do apologize. I did forget a few things. Like I said, um, all my notes were gone. I blame Nancy for jinxing me on my computer issues. Um, No, I'm always giving you a hard time about Excel and you not saving things. Well, I don't have it set up to like auto save or do anything on my Word doc. So that's what happened. Um, yeah computer crashed and word didn't do anything for me I don't even know if you can set it up there but I should look anyways I was total fire truck um <laughs> but yeah next time I'll make sure to save everything that's before I walk away from this computer I know I may just do old school notes and like actually it's funny you down. said that because that, that was be... my first thought too I'm like if I had only written this down I would have been fine yeah yeah, which I sound like my mother saying that, like, just write it on a piece of paper. But it, it, you can't beat it. I really have to say that's how I do like my lists and notes, personal ones. And oh, me too. Yeah, it's you can't beat it unless you forget it, which I typically always do. But then I say, call up my husband and say, take a picture and send it to me. Yay! <laughs> Save the day. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, no, thank, thank you. you. Good job. Um, 
I'm going to stop right. my homework for next Talk time. Talk to you later. Yes. Uh, all right. <laughs> Talk to you. All right. Bye. Bye.